Whoa, wait a minute. But the Rebellion. I bought a case of Bud Light tonight. Giving them away for free, huh? You know why I bought a case of Bud Light? To stick it to the man, to annoy your neighbors? Yes, to just, just, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I just was in a mood for a Bud Light. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. I never thought I would get into the backstory of this. Like, it's Five Night at Freddy's. It's not supposed to be a good movie. We'll talk if it's a good movie or not, or what we expected. But, dude, I got into, like, the backstory. We're talking about Five Night at Freddy's. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Also curious about this backstory as well, too. I know that you had sent me a video on it, on the... Right. Uh, a lot more. I, I was aware of this was a video game. I didn't know, did not know that there were nine games in this series. Probably going to be more. Uh, that video that you had sent me had made mention of like some books, maybe some comics. This story just keeps on going. Obviously, if it pays, then it's going to keep on going. Right. And this thing won the box office of 16 mil. Um, Beat uh, Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Eras Tour. I coach uh, basketball for eighth grade girls. So you get an idea of the age demographic. Mm-hmm. Half of them didn't show up for practice yesterday. Yesterday being Halloween, actual Halloween day. Okay. The ones that didn't show up for practice were all talking about they went to go see Five Nights at Freddy's. This thing is Gen Z huge. So I asked them about it because, you know, they don't know what I do with the show. And I said, why do you guys want to see that? Because we played the games. The games are great. I mean, they they love this click security camera. That's the game. You just sit in a chair and click on security cameras. That's all you do. But for some reason, they think this is great. <laughs> I'm sure there's more to it, right? It's, it's kind of like a, a chase game, maybe? It's a cat and mouse, or maybe it's evolved no. to that now? Maybe it has, but the first major three, I, I would say the trilogy is your, is your, is your, is your click game. Where you just, you're a security guard at, let's call it out, a Chuck E. Cheese. And you have like nine different camera locations. And the whole point of the game is you just click on a camera. You see the animatronics. And you go to another camera. There's a hall. There's nothing there. Just a hall. Then you click back to the animatronics. And one of them's missing. You're like, oh, no. And then you click on camera three. And one of them's in the bathroom for some reason. You know what I mean? It's like one of those games. So click and find out. Click and find out. That's what the first three are all about. And I knew we were going to review this, so I have I don't know anything about this. Absolutely nothing. I'm one of those guys. I don't know if anybody's listening is the same way. Where regardless if you have an Android or an iPhone, I don't buy games on the App Store. You steal them. No, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't play. I just, I just don't see, you know, because this game I checked today, this game is $3 on the App Store. So gone are the days of investing the time into a game. Right, right. I mean, gone are the because uh, my daughter's getting into, like, Cut the Rope and Angry Birds right now. Okay. And after every level is a 30-second ad. It's just ad-filled. Yeah, that's uh, disappointing. I wouldn't want to play those games either if if it was just they, spammed with ads and micro uh, purchasing and right. Yeah. So how they get rid of that for this game is 
you pay $3 and that's it. So I didn't pay the $3, but I watched somebody on YouTube play the trilogy. And I prefer the games over the movie. I would, I would, I would say that. Sure. Well, there's probably going to be a lot more story and a lot more everything in the game. Whereas this movie, after you send me that video, it, it really seems like this movie is just a mix of, of the trilogy, a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because the yellow rabbit is the main bad guy in the third game. They hint at him in the second game, but he's like the main bad guy in the third game. Okay. Uh, the yellow rabbit. And that's where everything, that's why I call it the trilogy, right? Cause everything after that, that kind of just makes sense. So the first game, Let's talk about the movie, too. But the first game is that you are a security guard named Mike, just like in this movie, and you work the night shift at Freddy's, Freddy Bear Pizzeria, Chuck E. Cheese, and you just have to watch the security cameras, and then you have to survive the night. You don't go in there thinking that you have to survive. You're just going there thinking that you're supposed to watch the security cameras, but that's the object of the game is that if you survive the five nights, then you get a paycheck and the game's over with. Oh, easy enough. That's the premise of the game. That's not this movie. And I will say the halfway marker, my arms were folded. Were you there? Oh, I watched this in two sessions. Oh, you didn't sit down for one. Okay. Well, uh, again, new parent here. I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, okay, I gotta watch this, and I started watching it. I think I got about forty-five, forty minutes maybe before it was lights out, and uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll just I'll give this a try again later. And when I was up on baby duty, that's when I watched the rest of it and got to finish it. Um, okay, but no, I I could see my kind of arms were kind of the same way. It seemed, uh, I don't know, you could. I, I wasn't on the edge of my seat trying to guess what was going to happen next. No, I, I wasn't, which is what I was missing. That's why I say I like the game because, I mean, the first game, they don't really talk about children being murdered. They don't talk about animatronics being possessed. You don't know why these things are moving to try and kill you. That's what's cool. And I kind of wish they would have done that in this movie. I think they blew their wad too soon. Sure. For this, you know, uh, but maybe also they didn't think that they would have a hit on their hands. They have a hit uh, for what it is. Um, so let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about it. PETA is the star of this movie. Looking just like PETA. He looks the same. Oh, geez. <laughs> Josh Hutchinson. Yeah, he's PETA to me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, yes. Yeah. So PETA is this down and out guy that has, well, everything that bad could happen to you happens to you. Uh, we find out in the movie that when he was probably 12 years old, yep. his mom and his mom and, and dad and, and baby brother Garrett were, were having a picnic in the woods. Baby brother gets kidnapped. So ever since then, he's been trying to find the kidnapper in his dreams. He's been reading books to try to, get the memory back, if you will. Um, we also find out that he was a security guard before at a mall, 
and he sees this kid being taken away, and he immediately goes back to when his brother got taken away, and he beats the crap out of this of this dad who was not taken away. The kid, it was his dad, right away. Do you ever remember a game that got huge critic reviews, and I absolutely hated it, called Heavy Rain? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I played that game. Right, I played the game Jason? too. I... Jason, sorry, if you yeah. played that game, you know the, the part you know the about. reference. I like the twist. It was very seventy. Seven ish, you know, uh, but the game bored me. But the opening of the game is kind of remind me of the security guard thing in a way. I don't know if that was them paying an homage or what. So, what do you think of Mike as our main character? Do you think he's a main character that we should follow? Do you think his character should be done differently? Why is Mike so boring? I, I think it, that's just kind of the actor. I, you know, I don't want to talk bad about you, Josh, but at the same part, Dude's just dry. Dude's just kind of has the 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 one beat that he can play on, and I I don't know if the studios wanted him to be more of like a heartthrob, but then he just couldn't act. Kind of like the Taylor Lautner syndrome. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, there you go. you're you're good for maybe those few little things that you you know you're the affordable main that we can we can have for the, for this on a budget. That's, that's who he was. He's, he's been in movies, obviously he's working, but I, yeah, he's, um, I don't know. He's like the Steven Dorf of our generation. Nice. That's a good reference, Eric. Right. Cause he's a, he was a kid actor. Yeah. No, that's a great actor. Kind yeah. of doing these offbeats and every once in a while he finds a mark. Yeah. Like you have that one movie that he's known for, like Steven Dorf and blade. Yeah. And then that's pretty much, you know, and then you're good after that. Um, didn't Nicolas Cage already make this movie like two years ago? I was gonna bring that up. Yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I forgot what the name of that movie was. But he already made this movie. Yes, that's like very much. Although there's more talking in this movie. Right. So um, also they said, well, we find out that this place, Chuck E. Cheese. No, what's the name of it? What's the name of the actual restaurant? Freddy Fazbear. Freddy. Freddy Fazbear Pizzeria. It's a Chuck E. Cheese, and if you really want to get obscure, it's showbiz pizza from the early 80s, folks. Yeah, I, um, we had a Major Magics. Uh, or that's, Major Magics, That's yeah. what I know. Excuse me, it as, yeah. We had both then in my city. We had a Major Magics, and we still have a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, my daughter's been there twice. What, but anyway... What the hell is this Nick Cage movie? Why can't I find it? Keep going, I'll find it. Um... But so my question is, what year are we supposed to be in? Because they say in the movie that this place closed down in the 80s. But I notice there's no cell phones really in this movie. TVs are all bubble screen-ish. The clothes seem a little dated. Did they say this was a, a 90s movie or is this modern day? Ah, uh, Willy's Wonderland is the Nick Cage movie. I would imagine that it's modern day. Uh isn't there iPhones? Like I, that's no, no, there was. That's what I'm saying because he is a down and out security guard, gets fired for beating up a dad, goes to Matthew Lillard from Scream or Younger Generation, Shaggy, and to get a job. I mean, that those don't exist anymore. And all the TVs are the bubble screen TVs. There's no flat screen TVs anywhere, and there's no cell phones. Oh, it says two thousand. The timeline is 2000. This is supposed to be 2000. 
the 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 millennium itself, two thousand. That's that's what uh, I'm seeing in the in the the little description here. Oh, I did not read that anywhere. Okay, so I wish that's they would have said that on the moon. Okay, yeah, that's seven years before iPhone. Um, yeah, because this 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 seemed not modern. Yeah, no, I I, I could see it now that you or remember it now because a lot of landlines. Yeah, VHS tape. Didn't, yeah, didn't seem like it. So Walk the plot of the cassette. The plot of this movie is, um, there's a person that we don't know the name of who owns Freddy Fazbear Pizzeria. The place has been shut down. We don't know why. Mike is a down and out security guard. He is now in charge of his daughter because it's alluded that his mom his and sister. dad, have his sister because his either mom and dad have either divorced and went their separate ways or they are both dead. Where's the father? I, I mean, where's the father? I what did was... you think? What did you think? Did I mean, because they alluded, is mom and dad dead or is mom and dad divorced because of the missing brother? And I'll, I can look this up, but I remember there being a line where he references that he and Abby, his sister, uh, I think shared their father. In that, but the, not the mother. Yeah, that she is not his mother's child. Yeah, because she's like what, twelve, and he's. I don't know what he's playing. He's 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 our age, I bet. So. Yeah, I'm sure he's he's early thirties or somewhere around there. All I see is the top of your head. <laughs> I'm just looking up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, this is That's, how because I'm getting older now. I'm leaning into the screen now. And... <laughs> so uh, he he goes to Matthew Lillard from Scream World, and Matthew Lillard is in charge of this find a job place that doesn't exist. And he's like, "Hey, you can have a job. It's night. Uh, it's night shifts, and all you got to do is stay awake and just monitor the abandoned Chuck E. Cheese. That's your job. That's it." That's it. So that's the plot of the movie. But we get the opening scare, right? The opening scare of the movie is this run-a-cop security guy who's getting chased by the animatronics and getting murdered. So I call BS because I'm not understanding the plot. Is it every security guard that goes in there gets murdered? Or is it a security guard that pisses off the animatronics? Or is it the yellow bunny that I, 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 I what is the motive? I, I don't understand the animatronics <laughs> on this. If I'm wrong or, or, or am I not? No, I, I get you. It's a lot of kind of uh, fill in the blanks there. I guess what I was getting out of it is the very questionable police officer, the very young and a lot of free time police officer uh, that, that comes in here, Vanessa, seems to allude that like hey listen you take care of this place it'll take care of you you, you know don't uh, don't start nothing there won't be nothing fair kinda, enough kind of kind of a thing so i i am not too sure I, I, if there's like a whole night of the museum s type of rule here where you know just just live and let be just just go over here stay in the stay in the office and let those animatronics run around and play and just don't mess with it or if they're out for blood. So BS on that. And the reason why I call BS on that, uh, (laughs) 
is because she makes a comment that says, uh, you know, do, you don't start no trouble, there'll be no trouble kind of thing. Sure, you're right. But in, in the beginning-ish, middle-ish of the movie, vandals come in to destroy it. We'll talk about that scene in a little bit. But then the next scene, he comes in and he cleans the place up. Right. So you would think, what is different in the game, in the first game, that I wish that was this movie, was uh, the Mike, the security guard, in the first game, um, you get a voice recording, right, from his superior. And okay. the superior says, these animatronics need to move. So if you see them move in night, don't be alarmed because when they're stationary for so long, they need to move to kind of move their 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 joints. If they don't move, then you yeah. know then you'll get the oil the oil can, I guess, right? Stupid as that is, that makes more sense in this plot. <laughs> I like that idea. I like the hey, these things are going to move because they have to. Don't freak out. A lot more because I don't understand the motivations. Because why kill that first security guard in the opening just to give us a scare? What did he do? Doesn't matter. So Mike is down on his luck. He has to stay here. He's trying to find the abductor of his brother. Why this is going on, his aunt is a rich aunt, I'm assuming, because she has a lawyer around her all the time, is fighting him to get custody of his sister for the only motivation we hear from Mike's point of view, which is because she wants the government money. Yeah, which would tell me that she's not rich, especially because that lawyer that she's tugging, tugging around there doesn't seem to be a uh, classy lawyer. He's more like an Uncle Jack type of lawyer, just a budget, <laughs> better call Saul kind of a thing. Yeah, that lawyer's like so on billboards. Or, Did you get hurt in an accident? Call <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's who this guy is. But still, though, before the aunt does what she does uh, with the vandals, I'm kind of on her side, right? Because uh, Mike does not, he does not need a parent. Uh, yeah, he has a house, but he has an eviction notice. Like, he, 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 he can't keep a job. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Oh, Until yeah. she decides, oh, wait a minute, he has a job. Let's bring the lawyer back to a diner. And the lawyer kept on trying to escape, saying, I don't want to be a part of this. And she's like, we got to do something. So she gets goons to vandalize Freddy Fassbear. Yeah, in effort to get him fired to, to get help fired. her case out. This is the highlight of the movie for me. I mean, this, this literally, this <laughs> scene was the highlight for me. What, the uh, vandalism of them going in there and breaking stuff, or the yeah. kills—is that why three three bodies or four bodies going in there, ready to get some kills? It was that was fun. That's what I wanted to see, right? So, like, we get these four people coming and destroying everything. We get Chicky or Chica, whatever, right? You're like that duck uh, yeah. animatronic. She walks behind the big fan slowly in the background. That was a cool little shot. Like, oh, here we go. You know, she has this crazy uh, cupcake dog-like thing. You know, like, this is great. I want these kills. This is great. This is great. This is great. Um, also, the one animatronic bit the one girl in half. Like, great. This was the fun part. Oh, yeah. You want the kills. And then it goes down all the way until the end. <laughs> I think they wanted to tell a story, and the majority of the audience, like you and I, wanted wanted that kill. We want we were seeing red. 
Well, we didn't see much red, right? But I mean, PG-13, like thirteen, yeah. So, in that in that lore video that I that I sent you, they had like this uh, like this doll baby animatronic, right? Right. She was in this movie, and she doesn't come till later. Where the inside of her is like this spring lock mechanism. They kept on talking about a spring lock. Yeah, uh, and this is like the part where I feel like there's a lot of the Easter eggs that are there for the the hardcores or for the fan faithfuls, and we are not that. Right, but do you think it was cool though? This whole like spring lock thing inside of this doll thing to where like it could put a human but if not it would come in and it would crush all your organs well it didn't make any sense to me at first and not until the end of the movie came and we actually got an answer as to why but or after watching that video that you had sent but at first it was like i did none of this really makes sense to to me like why would you have that in this animatronic suit does you know is there somebody in the suit and then there was that part where we saw uh, the one girl who's bitten half a hand came out of the suit and and grabbed her and pulled her into the mouth and then bit her, her in half. I don't know if that gave me the answer that I wanted. It well, it might give me more questions yeah. actually. It it did at the end of the movie, right? Because we find out what happens, why that hand came out of that mouth, right? Yeah, but then there's that other. Okay, so I do have a lot of questions about this movie, and maybe Please. we just jump right in. Is that yeah? So these animatronics are possessed by the spirits of Correct. of these children that that were killed. Yes. Correct, because their bodies were put into the animatronics because the police searched the place up and down, couldn't find the bodies. Therefore, uh, Freddie Fassbear was the pizzeria was found innocent because they couldn't find the bodies. Okay. But they never looked inside the animatronics. If they looked inside the animatronics, they would have seen their decaying corpses yeah, inside of them. Wouldn't it smell like it's... You're gonna Not use, in this world. Everything smells in Use pizza to camouflage that. But, no, my question is, why were these kids able to, their spirits rather, jump in and out of the possession at, you know, at willing, or just at will? They're able to be a spirit roaming the halls or outside they're able to go outside uh, and then they're yeah. able to, to be the the animatronic at the same part too so it's like geez it seems like there's a lot of power that these things have here and they just choose to stay in this abandoned fun factory and just because i don't know they don't know what else to do well, all they want to do is play, right? That's your that's your scapegoat. That's your stereotype, right? Uh, kid ghosts, all they want to do is play until they lure you into the face-splitting machine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 what it is. You're 100% right. Yeah, the, these kids, uh, they're, they were killed by the owner of the pizzeria. That's in the lore and everything. The owner of Fatty Fast, Freddy Fastbear killed these kids and hid their bodies in these suits. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't like that. I don't like the possession thing. I don't like that in the trilogy. I think it's creepier if the animatronics are just terminators, I guess, like mindless machines that are just killing. Um, yeah. yeah. If the creator of the organism of the, the place was also a, gifted robot maker and 
you know, one day they they set something off or, you know, they, they took it away from him and then he activated the kill switch. Right. I would actually swallow that pill more than what they're giving me here. Right. Um, also, what I can't seem to swallow, I'm going to spoil the end. Not who the main killer is. I'm going to spoil the end, though. The cop, Vanessa, my theory is she's not a cop because she says to Mike, she she admits to him at the end of the movie, yeah, the killer of these kids and my father, I'm sorry, the killer of the kids is also my father. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You're not even a cop. Like, I mean, first of all, why hire, uh, why hire a third-party guy to come in and screw up your stuff? Just have the daughter. I mean, she seems fine. And yeah. by the way, just like uh, – no, never mind. I'm not going to say the word. So screw Vanessa. Screw Vanessa in this movie. She's a B-word. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? Yeah, I do. She she knows her dad's the killer of these kids. She knows her dad is still alive with a yellow rabbit. She knows this straight up. And then she has all these security guys come in. She monitors these security guys. Then she has Mike come in here. Mike brings Abby and his sister, and she allows these animatronics to play with the sister. Yeah. Knowing that they're possessed by murderous children. Worse than that, I think that she alludes that she was there when her dad took Garrett. Because she had a plane. Well, yeah, because there's a picture of her with the plane holding holding the plane. But we don't know though, right? Maybe, 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 maybe the killer. Uh, you know, when he kidnapped Garrett and killed him, maybe he gave no, her. The plane Vanessa after was the bait, right? She's like, "Hey, you want to come play?" And oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. Like that would be, that's messed up, man. That would be a greater story. I just, I think Vanessa's the villain. I mean, she's not, but you know what I mean, though. Like that, she might be for the sequel, because that is terrible. Like Mike, even though that the actor's dry as toast, his reaction would be my reaction. Wait, what? Your dad's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you knew no, this they, entire time. They brush off a lot of things in this movie, like to where, like, like I think that's a pretty big question, yeah. and, and it's just like, oh well, you know, we'll don't worry about it. Or like the aunt, I, I, it, about her dying, and then that's just like, oh, okay, well that was that was it. Yeah, right. So like, yes, yeah. So so the aunt gets murdered by. Either the yellow rabbit or the yeah no yeah he gets he gets murdered by the yellow rabbit no he gets murdered by the the bear the top hat bear thing oh does oh, okay Freddy, Freddy Fazbear I guess yeah but yeah because he gets which, he gets by the way he leaves it to go out into the house kills her and then they take a taxi back to the building and the taxi driver doesn't even blink an eye he's just like whoa hey and then he's fine yeah he's just chill with it he seems to be right. like oh well, I hate Oh, freaks come out at night type of thing. What is your favorite animatronic? Fox. Foxy, right? Now, see, now, now screw that one. I'm going to tell you why. Because all the other ones look kind of Chuck E. Cheese's, you know, cheese it's. Yeah. It's, and, you know, you know, they, they look fun. Look a little worn down. I know they're 20 years old, but they look fun, right? You got the rabbit. You got a bear. You got a chick. This, they all look great. The fox looks screwed up from day one. 
He was like a pirate with like a hook. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand eyes. the fox. I don't understand the fox. Um, well, who's yours? Chica. <laughs> Chica, because in the comic, I don't know if you know this or not, or I don't know if the lore said this, but Chica, uh, this the little girl that possessed Chica, she had a dog that was also murdered. So the oh. dog is the cupcake. Oh, well, that makes that's, sense. That's why the cupcake is the way it is. Yeah, I feel like that cupcake kind of got glossed over just as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the comics or in other games, uh, she had a dog that was her best friend. Dog got murdered, and the and the killer put the dog in the cupcake. Huh. All right then. Right. So all these reveals were kind of glossed and everything over, but um, their goal before we get into the reveal of the killer is their goal. Well, they're meaning the animatronics. Their goal is they're going to speak to Mike in his dream as kids. Yeah, that's a big stretch, and they, too. And they all have their one as ears, one as a top hat. So, like, oh, that's who your animatronic yeah, is, you know? Their little identifier. Right. And they're like, hey, we are going to tell you who Garrett's uh, killer is, your brother. But we want something in return. And he's like, what do you want? And they're like, we want Abby. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, right off the bat. He's like, okay. And then he realizes he made a mistake. And. He's like, no, I take it back. And again, I don't understand their motives. Why I want to talk to you about this movie. Like they're evil or they're not evil. And what animatronic do they have to put her in? Do they want to put her in animatronic? Do they want to kill her and her spirit runs free? Yeah. These are, these are all kill great questions, Jordan. And I wish okay, I gave good. you the answer, okay, but just, just add that to the pile of, of more questions that we got from this movie. Okay. I, I was thinking I was going crazy. Maybe I saw something that you didn't see. Like no. or vice versa. Like maybe you saw something. No, I was not answered. like then there's like some sort of power of the pictures too. I, I don't understand that too, so much. Uh, yeah, it, it's just a lot of I, I feel like I'm missing out the a lot of the what they were going for by not being a a fan of the games or not having played the games. This is why they needed to make the movie just just the first game, right? To kind of give that um, – or this would have been great as a show. Sure. You know, kind of go over there. Uh, but no, so the picture was – what the kid drawing is that this this yellow rabbit is like is like leader of the animatronics, right? So there's a, there's a kid drawing wall of all these pictures, and there's this yellow rabbit that's leading all the kids that have been murdered. So that means the, the, the murdered kids think that the yellow rabbit is great because we find out that the yellow rabbit communicates to these kids. Now, again, the yellow rabbit is the owner of the pizzeria who's still alive. Yeah. And how, about... would he, how would he have connection to the dead? To, I, could try... <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like the possession thing, man. No, I, I it's it's again a lot of unanswered questions that are kind of left in this movie and i and i don't know if being a fan of the game franchise is going to give you those answers or if it's just we're right. jumping along right along with them what do you think of now of course i'm on tiktok and people are talking about this and everybody's talking about this song i the, hear the, talk, huh? the secret that you keep do <laughs> do do while you're talking in your sleep they're like that is freddy fastbear animatronics talking to mike I don't think so. 
I mean, maybe. I don't think the filmmakers are that clever. I just think that it was a catchy song in the 80s when this place closed, right? That's that's what it is. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the soundtrack to this just because it it wasn't, you know, they were just kind of playing classics of the obscure right. kind of hits that were of the time. Well, we find out. So the big battle happens, right? Where Vanessa confesses that she's the daughter of the killer, and Garrett seems pissed, but kind of cool with it. And then they take stun Mike. guns to Mike. Uh, then they take stun guns to not kill the animatronics, but to stop them. Well, that's the weakness, right? Is electricity. Right. And all of a sudden, here comes out of nowhere the yellow rabbit, right? The big bad. We're excited to see who the yellow rabbit is, right? That was cool. Uh, Yellow Rabbit takes off its mask, and it's dun dun dun, Matthew Lillard. Boo. Okay, so I knew that Matthew Lillard was the main bad guy of because of the opening, because the opening scene of the movie. Yes. Now you cast Matthew Lillard for two reasons: a, a fun cheeky cameo, and he never comes back again in the movie, or he's the main bad guy. I That's mean, it. Yeah, I, I guess he wasn't like that in 13 Ghost. That was that was not this era, Matthew <laughs> Lillard. That was Matthew about Lillard. Now you're about old, old Lillard. Yeah, I'm talking about our age Lillard. And why I knew this, right? It's so obvious. It's so obvious, right? I mean, like, it does take a genius to figure it out, right? Because Matthew Lillard is... The bad guy who owns the pizzeria, who kills the kids, who's the yellow rabbit... But also, he works at this place to find work, <laughs> and he reads Mike's name, and he's like, Mike, and he pauses for a while, and then he folds the paper up. Yeah. And I'm like, he knows the guy's name. So he knows something, right? I mean, that was obvious. You'd think, yeah. I, I, again, this character was a lot, it was very questionable to me, too, but... Whatever, he's a serial killer. He's trying to do serial killer things. Did I you guess. Catch, did you catch the Scream Easter egg? Uh, what was the with, Scream Easter egg? With with Matthew Lillard. It is confirmed. Matthew did confirm it. What when he with a knife? No, did he get stabbed or stabbed? So so in the Scream movie, right in the very very first Scream movie, Ghostface does a thing that he does throughout the rest of this rest of the saga, where he stabs somebody and he cleans the bloody blade with his hand, right? Yeah. In this movie, Matthew Lillard, with his mask off, stabs his daughter and then he cleans the blade. Oh, there you go. That was his nod. He said to Scream. <laughs> That's what he said. Bring him back for Scream Seven. So I, he needs to be the bad guy. So Matthew Lillard, I'm going to repeat this. I'm sorry, but I just want to make sure I get this right. Matthew Lillard is the owner of the pizzeria that's paying security people to go to make sure the place is cool, whose daughter is still alive, whose daughter knows what's going on, but he's the yellow rabbit communicating to dead children animatronics to do his bidding. And they listen to him because he's the yellow rabbit. That's that's what it is, right? Yes. So then the animatronic is like, the animatronic's like, no, this ain't going to happen anymore, big guy. So then Chica sends the cupcake dog and bites 
the yellow rabbit suit. And this is where the spring locks come in. And this is where I perked up again. Right? The spring locks come in, and they made it clear that when the spring locks malfunction, it hits every major vital organ. It goes around your torso. It collapses on your head. Like, it traps you inside, and you bleed out to death, and it crushes your bones. And Matthew Lillard, I thought, did good acting because he's in the suit, and they're dragging him into a closet, and he's tweaking. Yeah. He's tweaking, and I'm like, oh, my God, okay, this is cool. Okay, where was this the whole freaking movie? Um, and then in the third game, he comes back as the main bad guy as, as, as Springboard or something, where it's like half human, half yellow uh, rabbit. Yeah, sure. You don't like it. I, I You don't no. like it. No, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm not really a fan of this this movie. I, I feel like it was kind of heading in the right direction, but it's just not for me. It feels like an incomplete story or like something rushed almost. I I feel like maybe uh, somebody whoever was writing this tried to put everything, you know, tried to fit it all in the box, but it, it couldn't it couldn't be there. Who's the creator of this? Uh, Scott Cawthorn. Cawthon? No. Cawthon? Well, isn't that the guy that created the game? He also did screenplay and story, and based on, obviously, and he produced as well, too. So, yeah, I'm sure he he had his hands uh, on in this movie. And, um, again, I, I feel like they just tried to put too much because you're never going to know if you're going to need a sequel. And so maybe that's what it is. Try yeah, to just throw it all on the wall at once to see, um, you know, to, to get it all in there and get it out. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I, I don't, you know what? Um, you remember the Warcraft movie? Cause right. like that's, that's, I remember a, that. that's a, that's a long story. It's a, it's, it's got a lot of uh, books, a lot of characters, a lot of lore in that as well too. And I feel like they made that movie with, I, I don't know if they were hoping to get the sequels or not, but they put a lot in the first movie and they kind of glossed over a lot of things that really were crucial to its own story. And it's like, okay, tell, tell this story first, tell, start at one. Don't tell me one, two, three, start at one, start mm-hmm. at the beginning. And if, if it's successful, then awesome. Then we'll, we'll get there. But to try to put it all in, yeah, you know, like, I, I, how many more similes and metaphors can I can I speak of? You know, I, I like right. a classic cheeseburger here, okay? But then you start putting the bacon and then the egg and then the tomato. You start making it too high. It's like, okay, well, this is this is a messy burger here. No, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, like this this it's they should have just made the first game, should have made it creepy, but they didn't know. I mean. I'm making it more simple than what you were saying, right? They didn't know what they... Yeah, they they know if it's going to be a hit. Kept it simple. And then they added in this whole element of, of Mike having this reoccurring dream and then the Garrett uh, storyline and then, like, the, the five spirits being in his dream. It's just like, well, what... what you know, it, there was a lot... Which is not in the of, game. Yeah. Mike is just a security guard. Of the, he doesn't come back in the other two games. It's like just You could have kept this as a, a simpler story, I think, would have been... A, a bit more, but again, this is talking from somebody who's. This is how I'm introduced to it. I've not played any of the games right. and not didn't know anything about the story. This is it. This is how I'm walking in. So take that for for what it is. But 
are way too old because this game came. I mean, think about it. The first game came out in 2014. I don't think so. I, I just, I feel like, cause, okay, the same thing with like the, the Super Mario movie, the, the new one, the cartoon, where I feel like right. they started to just throw every every reference, every Nintendo, every nostalgia thing into that movie and just like, just, just tell me a story. Don't, sure. don't try to, to member bury me the entire way through here, okay? Give me a give me a damn story here. And I feel like that's kind of what this one is, too. They're trying to cram it, all these references in here for the people who helped make this game and franchise successful. And you, you, you know, you ruined the punch. Sure. Nah, great reference in the member berry. Um, no, I just, because one thing before I get into overall popcorn rating is that I feel maybe we are maybe just a year or two too old for this, right? Because this came out a year before our podcast even started, the first game. It came out in 14, right? So we're talking 11 years ago. Yeah. You know, we weren't thinking about Five Night at Freddy's 11 years ago, right? We weren't thinking about Angry Birds. I would think that the game that came out around the same time that was kind of more of our thing with Slenderman maybe. Sure. You know, like, you know, it's just it's just something that just, that just didn't click with us. So because it didn't click with us, we didn't see the games, we didn't play the games, this movie doesn't really... Where, like, you and I love Mortal Kombat. Okay, well, that, okay, but again, that is the fifth movie that they've done of Mortal Kombat now? No, 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 no. The very first Mortal Kombat, we like that movie. It's trash, but we like it. Oh, it's because yeah, sure. it's I'll, because we play the games. We loved it. But we watched it as as a kid, and we this was the first. Also, video game movies weren't really a thing. <laughs> right, right. But I'm saying like, like, do you think this is their this is their the new generation's Mortal Kombat? No, like, I think this is their generation's Resident Evil. I'm silent because that's a very interesting point. Yeah, because. Obviously, a successful franchise for video games, right? And then they make that movie with Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. <laughs> Kicks dogs in midair. Yes. Lilu Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Lilu Dallas multipass. Multi yeah. So you think? So wait a minute. That's a very interesting point. Don't mean to make this longer. So you think that this is Gen Z's? Resident Evil from 2002 movie. Yeah, because in that movie, it hits the beats that would make sense to the person who's played the game, right? It, you made all the references that it needed to. It added in its own story. It added in its own little flair. And the same part, it kind of threw in a little bit more, like with the Nemesis thing. It, you know, like it tried to, to pack in a, a bit more than it needed to in... Just tell a simple story, guys. That's a very good idea. That's, that's very interesting, Eric. I like that. You've had some interesting zingers tonight, bud. It, it's a it's a video game movie thing. I, I've a big thing about that. Where again, it's I feel like a lot of video game movies aren't made by people who played the games. And I understand that this movie is screenplayed and produced by somebody who made the actual game, and maybe the studio got involved and was, you know, getting into this person's ear and really trying to influence more than they needed to. But to to that's a I think a, a big problem. It feels like again, like the old people who are just like, yeah, I know what the kids want. The kids want a the kids want a pinata and they want the pizza and the pop. You know, that's right. what they want. They want that hip-hop music type of thing. And it's just like, wh who are you talking to, Grandpa? You know, you know, just, I, I don't, 
nobody wants that. You, you know, wouldn't you think? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, the 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 office manager who's just like, all right, everybody, we did great this year. Yeah, lunch is on us. And just like, yeah, that's, for, that's what we a, wanted. That's what we busted our ass for, is, is so we can get a a, a pizza lunch. Tomorrow is wine shirt day. Uh, yeah, just like how they kind of screwed up with Resident. Remember last year, you and I reviewed Resident Evil: Ra- Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, and they and they made their first two games into one movie. Yeah, like I would argue, maybe you would be different, but I would argue that if a major studio came up to me and you in a boardroom and said, "We're going to remake Resident Evil. What do we do?" I think you and I both look at each other and say, "You just do the first game." And yeah. you do it right, and you know, and then you see what happens. Well, so, because a big part of what made those games, Resident Evil, and even this game, after my my quick lookup of what this game is, right, what make it, what makes these games popular is the immersion that the player has to go into. You are going into the game not knowing anything. You are going in right. playing as this character and having to find out along with the character here. Okay, right. and in, in a movie like this, it threw too much at you, too much at you too quickly, and mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, build up towards it. You know, give me a right. just give me a little piece, and then you know, breadcrumb it. Keep on going. Give me a little bit more. Right. Open the door. Oh, you find this. Open the drawer. Oh, you find the journal. You know, oh, uh, open this. Oh, there's a videotape. Let's let's see what's on the tape. Just find little pieces to the mystery to keep you mm-hmm. going. That that leaves you wanting more and leaves you watching so that you can find out what is going to happen next. Same with the Resident Evil franchise in that game. You are called to the mansion, right? You don't know what's happening. You just know that something's wrong, that there was, you know, uh, an outbreak or something had happened here. You're finding the zombies come up. Oh, okay. Then you go around the, the mansion finding puzzles and solving puzzles a bit more. You read those those journals you hear the the tape recordings you find out more as you go along right i want that's what i want that's what i want this movie because yeah. there's mystery in those games there's no mystery in these movies no, there's no mystery because i don't understand either again with the mo it's like the animatronics kill these these vandals and they just hide the vandals in a room where there's like torn up animatronics if the soul of the children that were murdered are in the animatronic, then why not put the dead people in the other animatronics to make an army of animatronics? I yeah. just, I, I mean, right there's that baby doll thing, and and balloon boy, I guess is the thing. You know that little figurine that he keeps on, that Mike keeps on turning away. Yeah, I guess that's a big character in the games eventually. So yeah. it's like, bet nothing to me. Again, yeah, you know, yeah, throwing a lot in there, right? Just to just for reference sake. So for me, it's not a bag of kernels. This isn't Meg Two. Meg Two was just bad. <laughs> Meg, um, Meg Two was bad, dude. This movie's better than Meg Two, and I think that pisses off Meg Two to hear that this movie's better than it. Um, this movie's not a no bag. It's not a medium. I mean, rightfully so. I. This movie's a small bag for me. Uh, I, I agree. It's just a miss. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 cool. I mean, like there definitely has some cool things with it. Um, I I I think the animatronics are spot on, right? I mean, like, like they look just exactly like they do in the game. You know how sometimes in in video game movies where they don't quite look like the characters, a la Super Mario Brothers from nineteen ninety three. Hey, but you know, I mean, like it 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 looked like the game. Um, 
you know, they had the security element to it. You know, it was fine. Um, it's just what pisses me off is Vanessa, the motives of the animatronics, ghost children. That's stuff that you add on to the end of the trilogy. You don't add it on to the first movie. Um, but I get why, though, too. Because you don't know if there's going to be a sequel, so let's throw everything at it. But, so, but still, like, throwing it... That Vanessa, just like you said, bothered me because here's a cop, right? And she says, like, oh, this is on my stop. It's on my patrol. Then why the hell have a security guard? Right. That's why I don't think she's an actual cop. Sure. She just has a cop car and a cop outfit. I I don't think she's a cop. I mean, I I just really don't. Because with that lore video that I showed, everybody, you can just Google five nights at Freddy lore you'll find a 10 minute video tells you everything you need to know this guy this yellow rabbit matthew lillard is a millionaire yeah so he can do it um yeah small bag i mean i don't know if you want to get into a or anybody but it's like it's like me and me both kind of agree right it's no. not terrible it's, but it's just, a small it's just bag. a miss mister it's not for me i agree with you it's, it's a it's a small for, for me just just for that very reason you know, right. it's I'm sure it's fun for other people who enjoyed it, and I don't want to rain on your parade. Uh, but there's too many references here that I'm just that went over my head. I was asking more questions than I was getting any kind of enjoyment out of this. Uh, Josh Hutchinson, I again dry as toast. I, mm-hmm. He was he was fine for what the character was, but. I think maybe it was the character and not and not him so much. I don't know what more he could have done with it, but I, I, I don't know. Also, like, too, Abby was fine, the little girl. Also, too, the ant gets murdered by an animatronic in his house, and after they beat the animatronics and the bad guy, he has custody of her, and the school thinks he's doing a great job. Nobody brings up the bloody corpse in the living room. Yeah, no questions like, asked or anything like nothing. that. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, Vanessa gets stabbed, goes to the hospital, and okay, she no, gets, no questions asked. Yeah, she gets brutally stabbed by a long-ass knife, and she's not even awake, right? He's just like, see you later, you know, like, we yeah. don't know what happens. It's like, hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, like, all the, uh, the neighbor people died, too, like the babysitter. Like, they all, yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh don't, don't worry about that. We're never going to ask them. Uh, or worry about them anymore. So yeah, it's like uh, people die, and, and that's just it. Like no one's asking any more questions. Right, and I think we're done asking the questions. I think this is a movie that if you are interested in, uh, it's definitely one to just kind of give it a look see. But yeah, overall, it's a small bag. Glad uh, it's it, yeah, great, great Peacock movie. I would have been pissed if I saw this in theaters, but maybe not, right? Because the stuff I see on YouTube, people are loving this in theaters. So, sure. and again, you know, you're more welcome to enjoy it, man. Like, but um, it's I, fine. I, yeah, it's, okay. it's fine. But thank you so much for everybody for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out on Movie Guys Podcast at podbean.com, on Instagram at Movie Guys Pod, or whatever you get your podcast from. We are on. Eric, thanks so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Uh, boss comes into my office today. Today of this recording. Okay. And my job 
is HR. Like I'm in charge of that stuff. I'm doing this for the sake of the show. You're a little bit of everything, huh? You're HR. Yeah. You're, yeah. Doing it for the sake of the show. <laughs> you're also HR for the show. Thank you. But anyway, so uh, I am HR at my job, and my boss comes in today, and he goes, "Hey, man." I said, "Yeah," just like that. He goes, uh, um, "What's this? What's this flyer?" I made really tacky holiday schedule, like a memo thing with like Santa Claus and reindeer and turkeys, you know, posting the days the office is going to be closed for holiday. Uh-huh. And he goes, what's this? And I was like, oh, I made that. I posted it today so everybody can see. And he says, well, I never approved of having Black Friday off. And I was like, but you did. He goes, no, I didn't. Why did I do that? That's the biggest shopping day of the year. People are going to buy cars and they'll probably buy insurance. And I'm like, yo, but I asked you like two months ago, hey, man, um, do we want to work Black Friday? And you were like, nah, let's not do it. I did? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, did you tell everybody else? Well, yeah, they saw the flyer. All right, well, okay, well, fine. But next year, next year, we're not having Black Friday off. Holy cow. You need to get this stuff in writing. And then I was like, you're not going to show up anyway, dude. <laughs> that's just... That's just who cares? You're not going to be here. <laughs> Just going to forget one thing after another, man. You know, I. <laughs> uh, but like, are people really buying cars on Black Friday? I thought that that was like electronics. Yeah, nobody's buying. He doesn't always talk about it. <laughs> something, something hopeful there, right? I would think usually like the, the first snowfall is usually going to be like a bigger uh, day for cars. At least when I worked at the tire shop. Our busiest day of the year usually was not Black Friday. It was first snowfall. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's it, like I even said, hey, man, um, I also kind of want you to prove of getting off December 22nd. Why don't we be close December 22nd? Well, I said, well, that's a Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday's Christmas. Come back Tuesday. Have a four day weekend. Absolutely not. I was like, you do realize that nobody is going to give a crap about what we do for a job. On the 22nd man. of Christmas. Nobody I'll tell said. you, his attitude and the stories that you tell me, he's going to fail no, no November real quick. <laughs> I, I heard he failed it this morning. 